know you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. No, so I figured out my favorite haircut is the, uh, so the, 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 the longest, well, the longest clipper they have is the number eight. So I number get, eight. So I get a number eight on the top. How big and, is that? And that big. That's really a number eight. Yeah, I do a number eight on the top and number th- and three on the sides. Yeah. And then in the wintertime, I get crazy and take it up to a four on the sides. Give me an old number eight. Man, you should grow your hair. You have nice hair. If I, I had do. your hair, if I had your hair, I would be fucking shaggy. I told him that all the time. You saw it during the Hobbit years, right? No. Yeah, Ben had good hair. So yeah, we went to a few. Con- there's a few playing doctor uh, pictures where I had the Hobbit hair. Yeah. We can. So go it back. was like I was like shaggy. We can go back and check the videotape. No, we didn't have video back then. Or was that? Or, or and you might have been on Dork Trek hiatus at that point because you did take a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. But now you're back. Your contact picture in my phone is still one of the ones with the Hobbit hair, and I can't get it to like sh- pull it up so I can show you everybody. There. Yeah, I was trying to find. So handsome. I'm scrolling back. I'm scrolling back because I used one for my cover uh, photo for a long time on uh, Reality Amok when I was trying to be a knockoff Neil Gaiman. I mean, I think we all, t- I mean, first off, if you're going to be a knockoff, that's a pretty good place to start. And mm-hmm. aren't, aren't we all, though, in some way, <laughs> like trying to be a knockoff Neil Gaiman? Like that's, you know? Yeah, not me. Yes, Dennis, but you're also not a, you're not a writer in the sense of trying to hack away at students. I thought you meant by looks. No. Writing. I thought, Dennis, I thought, well, I was, I thought Ben was talking about creatively. Yes. Yeah. Because no. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to look like Neil Gaiman. No offense. I mean, oh no, I, I, uh, I'd look like him. He's hot. But we all yeah, have different. Isn't he a handsome man? Well, I guess we have different I'm... definitions. <laughs> I don't want to bang Amanda Palmer though. I mean, if, I, if okay, I don't so even if, know what she looks like. If the trade-off was I got to have the the riding shed that he has, and then have as successful career as him, eh, maybe. Oh, she's from the Dresden Dolls. I was, yeah, mm-hmm. not a fan. Yeah. I don't even know her. I mean, to be fair, though, he doesn't like really bang her that much late, you know, either. So. That's, you can't, you can't say that, Ben. You don't know well, that. No, they've, they've got the whole open relationship thing, and hey, what happens on the road happens on the road. Because I'm talking about the road. <laughs> we're we're not recording yet, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, we're recording. He doesn't oh. look bad for 58. No, not at all. I hope I. I'm shocked by that. And then, like, they had that toy, that operate coin operated boy. I hated that song. That may be the only song that I like of theirs. Hated it. Oh wow! On the next episode of Dork Trek, there's descent on the bridge. Well, I mean, we review stuff. That's what we're doing. We're reviewing the that Dresden doll single. Not a fan, and I don't like the fact that the Dresden dolls. When you look up, when you look them up on Wikipedia, their genre is dark cabaret. <laughs> That's not a genre. So pretentious. Yeah, you're making some shit up. That sounds like a burlesque show at Halloween. Yeah. Welcome to the dark cabaret. Dark <laughs> cabaret. Like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Dark cabaret. That's it. Come on. If you only have one band listed, then it's not really a genre. There's like maybe three or four other bands. That's it. And they all have the same members. Yeah. Yeah. And they just cover each other's music. So this one is called There's No Honor Amongst Thieves in the First Place. Yes. Ain't no rest for the wicked. Deep Space Nine. Um, before we begin, yes. Jenny and I had the opportunity to guest on a podcast this past weekend. Get out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of our listeners, Hector, has a, a podcast called Mind Grenade. And uh, Jenny and I went on there and I vanquished her in a music game. It, it was a bear oh of victory. <laughs> All right, I'll have to listen to this now. It was, but Jenny, you know way more about music than I do, so I feel I feel pretty great about it. 
Now, how did this come about? How were you guys on this other podcast? I don't know. He just asked you? Yeah. Wow, that's we, awesome. We're famous. That's so cool. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a long-time listener. And uh, he has a cool podcast. That's yeah. awesome. Everybody check it out. Mind Grenade on iTunes. There you go. So De- here, Dennis and Jenny actually get to speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so enough about those guys. So anyway. <laughs> Shut up, Ben. <laughs> It's Shut Ben up, and I's turn to ramble on about God knows what. I, I, the only reason they got to talk that much is because I was looking for a picture. <laughs> I spent this whole time, yes, of myself. I was like, wait, that would have that would have been about uh, 2015. So that would have been, yeah, here it is. Was that when you were in a dark cabaret band? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, um, this episode. Well, first off, thank you to all the people who support Dork Trek on Patreon. Um, our Patreon has been up and running now for Christ. I just updated the, the, the spiel in the beginning and we started right before the 250th episode. We started doing the Patreon. This is episode almost 350. So it's been a really long time. So oh thank God. you. Thank you to all the people who have uh, supported us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Uh, you guys are fantastic and wonderful. Uh, all 23 of you. We really love it. So thanks so much. If you are interested in, uh, I guess, subscribing to the Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash dorktrek and you can find all the stuff there. There's a video and, I don't know, access to Patreon-only content. It's very cool. It's a very cool thing. Uh, It helps us pay for some of the stuff that we do here. And uh, you can get involved for just a dollar. You can it give keeps us- the lights on. Keeps the lights on, dudes. Wait, now, you said 23? We have 23 Patreons. Didn't yes. we have something that we were going to do at 25? Uh, we talked about doing maybe a, a – tw- actually, the goal is 100. We would do okay. – <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would review more shows filmed based on suggestion of the Patreons. But I think we had like an indoor goal, like a, a show goal of like if we got to 25, maybe we would do a couple episodes of Law & Order. I thought we were going to do the no. Law and Order podcast where we talked about Dork Trek. Yes, yes. Or Star Trek. Yes, yeah. we would talk about Star Trek on the Law and Order podcast. We would talk about Law and Order on the Star Trek podcast. And then we would have a baseball podcast where we talk about wrestling. I don't know. <laughs> soccer. soccer. Yes. So, yeah, I think so we talk about soccer on all of the others. That's just like a yeah. running yeah. consistent. Beep, 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 beep. But yeah, Sorry. so... So, Soccer's so, so, cool. Yep, soccer. I don't know what to tell you. Soccer. So thank you to everyone who uh, who supports Dork Trek on Patreon. So that now that that's out of the way, let's get down to uh, honor among thieves. There's no honor among thieves in the first place. No honor. Now, this is just Deep Space's nine t- t- answer to Donnie Brasco. See, I was I was almost I don't know. I, I think I would that say, works better than Departed. In too deep, oh, with Omar Epps and LL yeah. Cool J. Yeah, see, Dennis, you black and <laughs> hey, oh man, that was a good movie. I mean, I guess <laughs> ain't nobody ever seen that movie. They didn't play at the White Malls, Dennis. <laughs> no, you had to go to the military circle to watch yes. that one. Yes, uh, but Donnie Brack is as because. It's very similar to the plot of Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco. I ain't never seen that. Fuck. Donnie, Donnie Brasco came out in February 28th, 1997. This episode debuted February 25th, 1998. I'm not thinking that's a coinky dick. This is Donnie Brasco in space. I think N2D came out around then, too. For real? Let me check. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't this just a thing, though, where, you know, we have one of our heroes go undercover? Deep, what about deep cover? No, in uh, in too deep came out in '99, Dennis. So oh, okay, so it was when, riding the riding the wave of the trend. They were knocking off Deep Space Nine. Yes, they were. They were like, you know what, man, that Deep Space Nine episode's hot, son. We need to do a movie like that. And they're like, uh, like Donnie Brasco. Before LL Cool J does any given Sunday, he needs to, you know, cut his acting chops a little bit. So we'll give him this role in In Too Deep. In Too Deep, Omar Epps. Now Omar Epps was. Wasn't he um, the guy who replaced Wesley Snipes in uh, Major League? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
That's right. He was in Major League Two. He played William Mays Hayes. Like, I'm not supposed to know the difference between Omar Epps no. and Wesley Snipes. That's the most racist shit. Like, yeah, he's black. Whatever. They're both dark-skinned black guys. Yeah, just put him out there. If See, I think if you're going to do something like that, they even did it in the Marvel films with um, crying-ass Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle, which is – Don Cheadle is definitely an upgrade over crying-ass mm-hmm. Terrence Howard, but it would have just been funny if they just would have stuck, like, a white guy, like, just for the hell of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> white roadie. Justin Trudeau. Just like, yeah, just, like, white roadie. Like, as oh, white God. as you can get. And they were like, oh, we see Thanos. Oh, Thanos, he <laughs> turned roadie white. <laughs> No, they would just never mention it. Like, they would never mention the fact that he's white. Just have Any Anytime be- you ask, they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, huh? Rody, I thought you went to Howard. It's always like, been yeah. Jonah Hill. What yeah. Well, <laughs> it's always been Jonah Hill. <laughs> 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 I, yeah, that's a really good, yeah, that's what they should have done. <laughs> just automatically switched the race. So, like, when they switched... Bruce Banner. So Bruce Banner went from being Edward Norton to Omar Epps, and they don't even mention it. Like there he is. <laughs> Look, it's just a fucking people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, there's Bruce Banner. Which one? The 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 white guy? No, no, no. Behind him. Oh yeah, there he is. Hey, look. <laughs> now maybe each movie, when you have a history of a character switching, you just do that every movie. So every time there's a new movie, the Hulk is played by a different race. Yeah. Every time there's a new movie, there's a new, you know, a, a different new guy. Different actor. It doesn't necessarily have to, you don't have to swap races. Uh, I, 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 I want, I want the, the, the third Iron Man movie. Brody is Asian. <laughs> An I Asian mean, woman. An Asian. Yeah, that's the fourth Michelle one. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh mm-hmm. would be good. Yep. You know, I guess eventually you would oh, kind man. of run out. That's a real war machine right there. You would run out of, I guess, I guess you could do black man, black woman, Asian man, Asian woman, white man, white woman, like a uh, Pacific Islander, perhaps maybe like a hard nosed Europe, like Eastern European block person. Cause they have a distinct look to them. Just something that looks totally different where you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's funny. And just, you know, Ben is sharing our screen. Ben, I don't see anything. Me neither. I just see the. I just see Ben McCormick and started sharing screen. You I, killed. You killed the show. Yeah, you shared your screen and now, <laughs> Bob. Oh no! My internet went out again. Come on. All right. Well, because the last recording stopped, so that file is uploading. So now I can. It was to... Ben's fault, by the way. Well, what was so important that we had to see? No, we couldn't <laughs> even see it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. My ben, hands are. Nice. Ben was being uh, full of vain. That's okay. Well, you know You're the vain. song "You Are So Vain" was written about Ben McCoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben nice. so vain. I actually think that song is about song me. Is about him. He really I don't. There's no problem. The song is about him. Ben <laughs> so Ben so vain. But yeah. So anyway. Um, this is just um, any other episode, any other episodic television show that I think that tries to get away with a Donnie Brasco episode would be whack. But for some reason, I find this endearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this episode. Me if they too. pick the right guy to do it, I mean, Miles is a good character to to play this role. Yeah, he's got his foils. Yeah, well, he's Irish, think- so he's got the whole Irish mob background. It would have made a lot of sense, I think, to have Julian do it, but. I think I enjoy it with Miles better. Julian wouldn't have been believable. Hmm. He's a because smug prick. He probably would have like given something away. He's more of the espionage, like the James Bond, you know, I'm going to sit at the fancy hotel. He doesn't go low. Yeah. Like, you know, this was the, the, mm-hmm. uh, the seedy underbelly uh, of so various prime. When Miles goes low, Julian goes high. Yeah. yeah. And it works too, because his in is good because he's a tinkerer. He can fix stuff and like, you know, low-level street thugs probably always looking for something to, to something needs a fixing. And they, and the way they even introduced him, I thought was cool because like you've got these three thugs sitting at a table and they're trying to break in to some random account, and the guy's got the thing on his neck. And O'Brien spikes him, but yet comes in and saves the day to show off to the cool mafioso guys so he can earn their trust. Like it's really it's it shouldn't work. But it really does. They're right? literally, they're doing the Terminator 2 robbing the ATM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, no, I mean, that was the thing, though. It was it was weirder than that because that was a comm booth. Yeah. So they were calling for takeout. At, they're sitting in a bar. They call for delivery. And they're going to make, you know, then they're going to scam the thing to pay, make somebody else pay for it. Yeah. I mean, it, we're going to order Mexican and they're going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, though, once. It's um, a fishing scam. But once the place finds out that they paid for Mexican that they didn't eat, they're just going to go to the delivery place. And those three guys are going to be sitting there eating Mexican food. And be like, it's probably them, right? We didn't do <laughs> That was one part of the plan that I thought wasn't good. They probably should have met, had the food delivered somewhere else. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's better than being like the stoners that, that have the stolen credit cards and you order pizza at your own place. So it's like, yeah, they had it delivered to 1414, you know, Mockingbird Drive. Wait a minute. And what you're supposed to do is get it delivered to your neighbor's house. And then when you know that they're about to deliver it, then you go outside and say like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm here waiting for you. So you don't have to come to my door. My babies. I got a baby inside sleeping. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Here's a $5 tip. (laughs) Don't ever tell me and see nothing. (laughs) Sleep, sleeps with the fishes. (laughs) You see? But yeah, so he gets in good and then come to find out that he's on a he's on a secret mission. It's undercover. He's going deep cover. Yeah, and you don't stop because it's 187 on a motherfucking cop. Good ass song. That's a good song. It's a good song. Um, but, I thought uh, the guy who plays the uh, Admiral, I thought he had been on the show before. The Admiral. He's just, or whatever, the guy Shit. running the op. Uh, yeah, Chadwick. Chadwick. Yeah. Who is that guy? Because like he was, he, it was driving me nuts the entire time. He's a big time. time character actor. He was, he, he was in Deadwood. He's in Orange Is the New Black. He's yeah. the corrections Ooh. officer. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's one of those guys who's been in everything. Hmm. See, I started having trouble distinguishing between him and the the uh, Ramus guy the 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 head bad guy yeah 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 because they're both wearing the dark suit and other than the the fairy and nose ridge that uh that the one guy had uh that ramus had um it was just like and then i thought maybe that's the deeper thing that at some level the leader you know good and evil the line is blurred and and it's like these intel guys are are just a shady, you know, they're just running a, their own syndicate. Well, I was convinced that when they were trying to find the the rat in Starfleet that it was him. So yeah, I, was, I thought so too. Like, I was glad that it was just some guy, some unnamed guy on Ryza who got some cash to make it stop raining. Like, I thought that was cool. Is this yeah. that, is it that person we saw before? Oh, maybe. On yeah. Ryza, the weather control dudes? Maybe. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know, in my head, I kept making it out to be the uh, what's his Lieutenant Commander Hutch, Isn't Hutch that Hutchinson, the small, the, the small talk guy from uh, where Data was making small talk with him. Yeah, on they, the, they killed his ass. I yeah, thought but, Hutch. I thought Hutch was that movie with Will Smith where he's trying to hook Kevin, the fat guy up, the the fat guy up. Isn't that him? That he was the the snitch. Yes. Who's that, Jonah Hill? Hitch, Hitch was the snitch. Hitch was the skeezy. He was trying to hook everybody up, and then he accidentally hooked up some people. Yeah. That he, didn't need to he hooked up the syndicate. Interesting. Oh, and the guy who played Ramus is uh, Don Draper's dad. Ah. Interesting. Took him to the Pennsylvania whorehouse. Oh, shit. Yep. We're going to the Pennsylvania whorehouse, we all. I did not recognize them. Don't give me credit mm-hmm. for that. That was Wikipedia. <laughs> hey, whatever. You still got it. That was good. So he brought, he brought O'Brien a chocolate bar. We're going to the Pennsylvania whorehouse. <laughs> Interesting. That show's but, boring. I've never seen it. I struggled through the first season. I was so glad it was over. I was like, I'm not watching any more of this. 
Come on, the show's no. great. <laughs> I, I loved it. It showed a, a great time in American history when yeah. things were just perfect. Yeah. I had no problem with this time frame. Hell yeah. And I thought it was cute too that on the on the ship while O'Brien was gone, they just kind of showed everything go into pot, like nothing yeah. worked. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a cute little touch because as I'm watching this episode, like the beginning of it, which was a pretty long intro. It was, mm-hmm. it was like 10 minutes of intro mm-hmm. before they got to credits or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, like they don't have anyone else to send. I mean, O'Brien's the fucking uh, chief engineer. He's the place running. Yeah, he's the chief engineer on obviously the most important fucking station in Starfleet. And you got him out there playing like pretend bad guy. But to catch that doesn't something. make sense though. When you think about, Okay, so he's spending all this, all these years working on Cardassian technology. There's probably a chance that, you know, he's going to have to pass himself off as his tinkerer who's used to working with alien technology. So mm-hmm. all the other Federation dudes just know how to do Federation stuff. Yeah, but I'm just all, like, what is everybody else on the ship doing? Everybody else in engineering, like, do they not do their job at all? Like, yeah. I mean, this guy I, needs a freaking pay raise. The Bajorans are really – I've seen this in the Navy. The Bajorans are really good – there's at the Bajoran Navy. Hey, we in the we're, Navy. we're not racist in the Navy. So I don't know about how the Air Force does things. They but let we them wear wel- those earrings? Well, I we, guess. we welcome the Bajorans. So We welcome the Bajorans. But the Bajorans are really good at Bajoran tech and Cardassian tech. And then the, the Federation guys are really good at Federation tech, right? O'Brien is the guy that's able to, to make the two systems work together so he's the guy he can figure out all that stuff but he doesn't write anything down so he becomes the single point of failure for the whole operation this whole thing is like look much like we do in the navy when i die i'm taking everybody with me and i think that's how people are at their job oh my god we're sinking (laughs) (laughs) you you can fire me you can transfer me if you want but good luck yeah it is good for job security this whole operation's going down (laughs) i've based the last 25 years of my life on this theory it's very george costanza thinking (laughs) like they need me around because if not this whole place is going to shit i should have been fired multiple times in the last 10 years but uh (laughs) since i was the one guy that knew the thing Mm -hmm. bilby what's up bilby yeah so he gets in because he fixes that uh that gadget and they like him and and i mean bilby takes to him right bilby's a very low quick he's yeah but i mean you know for the purpose of episodic television it has to happen quickly so but yeah he takes a crush on he's they're very low they're both very lonely men i took it um well originally i guess they wanted another actor that had died just before filming started (laughs) and and it was going to be more of a father-son relationship and they were saying how that that really hurt the episode and it didn't turn out as good as they wanted. I thought this episode I, was... Yeah. That would have been kind of like the uh, Ensign Row episode then. Yeah. And so for me, this was... I, I liked this. And in my head, Ken, though, I thought Bilby was a little racist. And that's why he uh, he, mm. he he linked up with O'Brien. You fucking aliens wouldn't protect me. But this guy, he'll lie to protect me. Yeah, I can expect that from a fellow human. We humans stick together, unlike you, greasy snot faces. Yeah, fish face and vampire guy, catfish man and vampire dude. Yeah, you guys are a a bunch of racial slurs in space. (laughs) Bram Stoker's departed. I'm gonna call you something terrible. Yeah, that's what you are, corner face. Bolian bartenders. Yeah. Oh my god, that's right. It's weird too that they're in the Orion Syndicate, but we don't see any Orions. Yeah, <laughs> like you think it's somewhere... not that Orion. It's a, it's a different Orion. I know, but still, <laughs> I'm, I don't know. No, I assume it's, it's the same. It's yeah. It's this, the Orion Syndicate has has been around since before Toss. Yeah, the Orion I mean, Syndicate goes back to Enterprise. Yeah, this is can... the the O H Ryan. Oh uh, Ryan. Oh, Ryan. The O'Brien syndicate. Oh. Yeah. The, I, that's, I call it the O'Brien syndicate. Yeah. By the end of the day. Yeah. So, like, they, they go on some stuff together, and they're doing stuff. And, you know, O'Brien's really showing off here to Bilby. And Bilby really likes him and takes him to his house immediately and 
feeds him cake and lets him play with his cat. Like I couldn't tell if Bilby was like a high school girl or like a, a real bad guy, but there. Oh my cat. God. Let's go back to my place and we can do each other's hair and we can talk <laughs> about uh, the, the cute boy in, in fourth period. And uh, I've got this cat and of whatever girls talk about. My wife made this cake. You want some? Exactly like what it? girls talk like about. It? Look at this weird picture frame of my kids. That's actually like a metal board. <laughs> <laughs> with the pencil at the bottom of it. It makes it look futuristic. It's all <laughs> hollow. It's holographic frames of an actual picture. That's yeah, really weird. I did like that he was just like, yeah, your wife's cake sucks. <laughs> it's your a little dry. Your wife's cake is dry like a twat. <laughs> I mean, Thanks. you don't have to be that honest with me. I like you, though. But you're, see, I can expect that kind of honesty from another human. Yeah, you're right other, on both accounts. I've let the other guys bang my wife, and they said she was uh, moist like a rainy day. But you, you tell me the truth there. <laughs> I can trust you. That, that's right. I can't trust you. Hey, bang my old lady. You got to have a family. <laughs> Hope you got a lot of spit, though. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely going to need some space, lube. <laughs> Let me set up the hollow camera okay. <laughs> and go. Now make a hold the picture of the family while you're banging it from behind. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real cuckold. <laughs> I really like you, O'Brien. <laughs> or whatever your name is in this episode. Conley. Conley. O'Brien oh, Conley, it's all the same, you mick bastard. Now bang my old lady. <laughs> <laughs> How's the cake? Mm, Dude, yes. didn't show is- <laughs> I'm going to eat this awful cake while you bang my wife and I watch. What they no, didn't not sh- on the cake and eat it. <laughs> That's right. Jizz on this cake and make me eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Too far. Too far. <laughs> So what they didn't show is the Bilby's second time. Bilby's a real weirdo. <laughs> I'm so this lonely. Is, this is how we live in the Orion Syndicate. It's real hard to find good help because none of these guys want to bang my dry wife's pussy. The Orion Syndicate is just a sex club. Yeah. It's all built around banging this guy's wife. It's all, bang, it's all around Bilby's wife. <laughs> That's how he's got promoted so quickly. Yeah, yeah we actually meet his wife in uh, seventh season. Yeah. She's she's having a baby, but you don't know whose it is. <laughs> is it Everyone's. Where's this Conley? It's a real Mamma Mia situation. <laughs> oh, the next Gork Trek, Deep Space Nine. Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. Does she, does, Do does they she have really a musical come? episode of DS9? No. I hope not. Yeah. Thank God. Does, the, well, um, I think they yeah. No, Vic Fontaine. When we, when we meet Vic Fontaine. I wouldn't say that's, it, that's I don't mean one like was singing in it. Yeah, I mean, not like a musical. Music. Oh, it played, but it wasn't, a, you didn't have like uh, Chief O'Brien singing a ballad about Keiko and, and, and you know, Cisco singing about the, the prophets. So it wasn't like that. Epi- I don't think that really started until just after, because the earliest one I can remember of that was Buffy. There's not, is there a Voyager musical? Uh, there is. When there's one with singing in it, well, I, I saw that. I saw the ending of the opera one. God, it's terrible, Last isn't it? It's the worst episode. I'm starting to really look forward to this, just so we can just drag it into the dirt. We'll, we'll talk about baseball through the whole thing because it's, it's really terrible, <laughs> right, Dennis? Yes. I mean, I just saw like the very end. Like how much like, of it? Though? Like Seven's like, oh, I have one more fan letter for you. Blah blah blah. It's for me. <laughs> well, for a while, they were going to try to make those two a love interest. Now fuck my robot pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and then it shifted to um, Chicote. Yeah, Chicote. <clears throat> Weird. Spoilers. You know what? The thing is, Chicote's got to do something on that show because he's literally doing nothing. Like, he just has breakfast with the captain and he's just hanging out. I just love that the Native American advisor that they had on the show was a complete fraud. Yeah, like he'd like, been, he wrote a book and then he got completely debunked that he wasn't Native American at all. And in real life, or yeah, in, it's like the, his whole life was was a lie. 
And that's surprising. No, 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 not not Robert Beltran, the the advisor for their Native American uh, advisor. Okay, that, okay. Uh, yeah, have him talk about the uh, his ancestors and the spirits of the sky. It, 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 it's a thing. It's a thing. I'm going to watch that movie Spirit about the horse. It'll tell me all about it. I've learned a lot about watching Native Americans by watching The Lone Ranger. I, I watched Lone Ranger. I saw that uh, Dances with Wolves Dances thing. With wolves. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I'm good. I was going to watch Pocahontas, but, but I actually got confused at the video store and I was in the porn section and I picked up Pocahontas ass and, <laughs> and different, different plot. I learned a lot though. Yeah. Schlong Smith. Wow. <laughs> that guy. Schlong Smith. <laughs> But yeah, so then uh, everything seems to be going well, but then all of a sudden there's an unexpected meeting with uh, Ramus, who is Bilby's boss. And uh, they, they got this guy and, and uh, Ramus is like, hey, I don't know this guy. Who is he? And he witnesses for him. Bilby witnesses for him. That means he goes out on a limb and vouches for him, basically. They just use yeah, what did he say I vouched for you? I guess it's too whoppy, maybe. Like they didn't want to have it like, I don't know. In the future, uh, we witness. But cool, that scene in that happens directly in Donnie Brasco. So that's why I was thinking they changed the term so it doesn't feel like you're just watching Donnie Brasco. I mean, do, do they use the vouch? Yeah. Instead of witness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they use I vouch for you. So, yeah, so this they is couldn't find the thesaurus that day. They're like, "Fuck." See, now I'm I'm starting to think it's it's almost like. Uh, on the Treehouse of Terror that year, with uh, when they did their Shining spoof on on Simpsons, and Groundskeeper Willie's like, "No, lad, it's the shitting. Do you want to get sued?" <laughs> so, we witness in the future. Yes. Every, everybody tells your story about how Jesus changed your life, and okay, that's what the Orion Syndicate's all about. They're they're, they're Pentecostals. Yeah, religious based crime. Yeah. Religious-based space crime. Yes. Oh space my. Jesus. Oh yeah. Well, Ronald D. Moore is pretty big on this uh, series. That's so, true. And that he's all about some space Jesus. Mm-hmm. He do love him some space Jesus. If you're gonna love any Jesus, why not make it be space Jesus? You know. Or Korean Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he's I'm a cool fun Jesus. I'm cool with that too. Even better, Korean baby Jesus. Korean baby Jesus. Yes. What are you even talking about? I'm not even really sure. Ben's just kind of talking. <laughs> there are a lot of Jehovah's Witness in Korea. There are a lot of Korean witness. Baptists. They all witness for each other. <laughs> yes, these I'm, I witnessed for you. Comes, comes around. I witnessed for you. You see, I witnessed for you. Oh, Ramus, I Jehovah Witness for. <laughs> okay, cool. But then, but then have we you, have you read this month's issue of Watchtower? Yeah. But then we meet a Vorta here, uh, who's not uh, Iggy Pop, who's not our regularly scheduled Vorta. It's just he's a Vorta. guy from the last episode, right? Is he? Well, they're clones, so he could be. You know what I mean? God damn it! The same actor. No. Well, no, that's how they explain, you know, only having to have X number of actors. But I thought, I thought they weren't, like, there was yeah, only is, one clone he, alive at a he time. He is, you're right, yeah, because he is the guy from the last episode. Leland Crook played Vorta, so he's the same Vorta from the last episode. So, yeah, he's clones. That's yeah. how they explain Isn't that right, clones. Ben? Like, when they die, then a new clone is unlocked. You reactivate But one? they don't have multiple clones out at the same time. I don't know. It's I'm like trying that, to think that's back how I understand it. It's like that movie Multiplicity. Each Vorta gets dumber as you go. <laughs> <laughs> people, see, people people sleep on that movie but i think you know what michael keaton would have been a great vorta michael keaton's great at everything and yeah. multiplicity is a great film yeah people sleep so i mean I seen it every time really? a, every time a vorta shows up now is anybody else like kind of disappointed that it's not iggy pop yes like, I, I know he doesn't show up again but every time it's like oh a vorta and then I am looking, and it's like, no, it's like, uh, I'll be back in 10 years. I miss Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop comes him. back every 10 years. He'll be back. 
Does he yeah, come? Just... Is he gonna be? He's gonna be on Enterprise. He's gonna show up on Discovery, perhaps. He's gonna be on the series after Discovery. It, that, well, that would be Picard. After that, that that would be Riker. After after, <laughs> Lower Decks. <laughs> but yeah, or do the yourself, con series. Do yourself a favor, Dennis. Watch uh, watch Multiplicity. It's pretty good. And then watch the uh, John Delance is in it. What? Yeah, because I'm Jeez. looking at it now. Uh, Michael Keaton, Andy McDonald. Uh, Eugene Levy, Ann Cusack, John Delance, Brian Dole Murray. Yeah, so I would give it a watch. It's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. I always get annoyed when they put the uh, Murray brothers in a movie and then pretend like they're not related. Brian Dole. I mean, they're acting. They're pretending like they're completely different people. Yeah, but the Murray brothers look so much alike, though. Who are the Murray brothers? Bill Murray, Brian Doyle Murray. Uh, the guy that wet his pants on Mad Men. The Lesser Murrays. The Lesser Murrays. <laughs> How many Murrays like the, are there? They're the comedic version of the Baldwins. John Murray. I've never even heard of John Murray. But you've seen him. Sure I have. And then I don't even know who the Joel Murray is. Yeah. Oh, I know who that guy is. Joel Murray was in One Crazy Summer. Mm-hmm. I love One Crazy. He's a Murray? Weird. I love those Murrays. No, I mean, wh- One Crazy Summer when I grew up, that was a great movie. I used to watch it all the time. I had no idea. Weird. He's had a pretty good career, too. Weird. Multiplicity cost $45 million to make, and it made $21 million of the it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's a good movie. Oh. Mm. Not bad. Was it received that, well? That was after Batman, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, that's 1996. Oh, wow. That's why I didn't see it. Seven years after Batman. Wow, look at that. And I was in Japan. That's surprising. Like, it has a a feel of, like, an 80s movie to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think if I see him doing comedy, it automatically reads 80s. Yeah, because that's what he did. Yeah, for a very long time. I think what him... Was it uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Robin Williams, and uh, Jim Carrey are the ones that I think did the, the, the most, I don't know, hardcore shift from, from like comedy into the, the drama and did like really well Tom at Hanks. it. Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah, God, how did I even forget that? He, he's like the, the protostar of that. I mean, uh, well, you can say that Michael Keaton's come his comeback role was that 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 uh, Birdman. No, the other one, the other brothers or whatever it was with. Um, he did that movie with Will Smith and. Uh, oh, Smith, the other guys. Uh, Will Ferrell, yeah, the other guys. He was the captain because he kept oh, talking yeah. about yeah. he kept talking about working at Bed Bath and Beyond or some shit like that. Yeah. And then he kind of came back around with like Birdman and all that shit. I thought Birdman was before the other guys. Was it? Let me check. I'm not down on my... I don't think... It might not be. I I I could be wrong. It's it's possible for me to be wrong. Let's see here. I know I'm really happy that the uh, the game we were playing on that other podcast, Dennis, wasn't about movies because I... You would have... Yeah, it was. I would have really pulled a cradle of love on everything. It was, (laughs) what, Toy Story 3, the other guys, and then he kind of came back. Then he did Birdman, then... Spotlight, then the founder, and then Spider Man, and then yeah, then he kind of made a comeback. He's really good. Spotlight. Oh, Robocop was really good too. Mm -hmm. No, the movie was crap. His role in it was good. The movie wasn't that. Really, I heard that. I mean, it wasn't as it wasn't as obviously as good as the original. I mean, what is as good as the original of Robocop? That movie's fucking great. Predator. Predator is better than the original Robocop. Oh yeah, Predator is much better than the original Robocop. I mean, as like action films of the 80s, Predator is like probably second or third behind T2 and... T2's not 80s though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's early 90s, like 92, I think, isn't it? I think so, yeah. But I'm talking about like that era of like action movies were everywhere. Action was like action movies used to be like superhero films. Mm-hmm. Like that style of like crazy run and gun, shoot 'em up, weird one-liners, like... That was the modern equivalent of like a superhero movie. Gen X, we had um, action movies, 
the millennials you have superhero movies i mean like maybe die hard i'd say like the top three are probably die hard t2 and predator in you my count book. like aliens <sighs> as an action movie it, it really is an action movie no i'm saying it is i mean i would i would i, I, would, I would put aliens um, predator and um rambo three <laughs> the robocop is i would put those three but then i would put like rambo the rambos the the diehards the commando wait i said commandos commandos diehards um what was that other shit um running man well, the, the the stuff that doesn't have the science fiction twist to it or tinge to it you know you you might have some some speculative fiction type stuff but not too far those are like the the pure action movies and then you have the action sci-fi horror where you bring that kind of part of it into it is like, i would think is different well aliens it's, 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 oh go ahead ben i'm sorry no i was just gonna say those movies are painted with the the same brush that the action movies bring to it but it's just like if if we were to make the 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 superhero movies we have today if we were making them back then they would be a lot more shooting a lot more explosions and, and they would have more of that action movie feel to them because that was just the, 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 the vibe that was going on then, in my opinion. And I would say Aliens and Predator are just one's on a spaceship, one's in a jungle. Like, that's really the only uh-huh. difference, you know? I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more akin to, I like Predator more because it's fucking ridiculous. Because you'd rather be hunted by a creature in a jungle with face with dreadlocks i will admit no other movie has a scene where like when they shoot down the entire rainforest (laughs) (laughs) that scene is just just ridiculous and like they're literally just he empties the minigun into the forest and it takes like a minute and a half and the the thing's (laughs) just spinning and how great is the scene where fucking um, Apollo Creed fucking gets his arm hacked off yeah, and, and his arm shooting. falls to the ground and it's still shooting. Ooh, then he turns around. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's great, son. I love, yeah, I love Predator. It's a great movie. But like, yeah, Predator T2, Die Hard are probably the top, I would say, three. Because you can't fuck with Die Hard. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still great. Like, Die Hard is so good, it allowed it to make five shitty sequels. Die Hard Two is not shitty. It's I not, like Die Hard Two. Die Hard Three is not shitty. I mean, it's not as so great. Die Hard One though. Die Hard no, Three. But I mean, could have ended at three different points. It just kept going and going. It's yeah. like, when is this movie gonna end? Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, we've got to go to Canada. <laughs> Why? Like now we're on a boat. Why? Yeah. <laughs> now we're in a tunnel. Why? What the fuck? When is this movie gonna end? We've got this huge budget. We got to spend it all. <laughs> like they just kept writing more. We haven't spent it yet. Shit. Fuck. Right, here we go. Get us an oil. Get us an oil tanker. Can, Can we have we a cargo ship, please? Can and we get them on a ferry? No, we still got more to spend. <laughs> we, we got fifteen million left. Can we, we got to crash this table? helicopter somehow? <laughs> <laughs> I told you because, like, the thing is, you forget about the the fucking. The, the 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 cargo scene with the helicopter and all that shit because it just it just doesn't end because you would think like after they shoot a dump truck out of a fucking tunnel filled with gold through a manhole you'd be like well that's a logical end to this film no no there's still 30 minutes left like 30. jesus there's 45 minutes left <laughs> when is this gonna end oh and now we go to the the trial. <laughs> the Gruber trial. Let's go inside dead. the jury chambers. Yeah, but Gruber's dead. We still got to put him on trial, though. I'm I mean, sure there's another yeah. Gruber brother. That there's there's somewhere. He's got to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. How, uh, but anyway, so yeah. Uh, where are we here? There's no honor amongst these in the first place. So yeah, so you got... um. The Vorta kind of hangs out and he tells his um he tells his dude, O'Brien tells his uh his I guess his contact that like, oh yeah, we know we know who did that, but now there's some Vorta guys. Like, oh well, you gotta stay to find out what these Vorta are up to. And he's like, God damn it, I just want to go home and get yelled at by my dumb wife. He doesn't really fight that hard though. Yeah. 
He's like, oh, but I really want to get out. No, you got to stay. All right, I'll stay. <laughs> but I mean, he's doing awesome shit. He's drinking. He like might get to bank prostitutes. He's stealing money from the bank. Like he's going to like horse races and shit. Like he's really digging it. Mm-hmm. You know? I like how he's just, he's doing all this stuff, you know, for Starfleet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have to bang this hooker for Starfleet. I mean, I'm going to let her give me, I'm going to let her give me a hand job because I don't want to hurt her feelings. I have to yeah, suck yeah. this guy's dick for Starfleet. <laughs> I just really love the Federation, man. <laughs> for it. Come on over here, honey. I watch, watch me suck this guy's dick. <laughs> I, was, I was a little put off by the fact that they had paper money. I, I like when he was escorting the, the fringes, baby. This ain't the Federation. Yeah, but I mean, it was just like they, they like literally, like he, he pulled out a wad of cash and, uh, you know, it actually was coupons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they don't have paper money, but they still have coupons. Okay. Here, if you ever, it was, they were actually cards. Like, hey, if you ever need anything fixed, here's, I'm your guy right here. Yeah, hand, hand these out to your friends. Got to hustle. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe and if you, you I've, I put my, uh, my offer code on there. Yeah. So you I'm also like a-, a Lyft driver. So if you need- <laughs> <laughs> sell Herbalife. <laughs> oh, well, if you ever need any supplements, I'm your man. Have you heard of the power of essential oil? That would really sell his cover if CBD? he did have all these side some, hustles. You want some CBD going. oil? Some CBD? <laughs> oh, you need some CBD? You've heard of the uh, power of the dilithium crystal, but have you heard of the healing power of the quartz crystal? Some CBD? You need some CBD? Bill would be like, damn, this guy really is fucking hustling. We got you some CBD. It's like, all you had to do is walk the whore out the door mm-hmm. and, you know, make her not feel bad. But Jesus. You want some, I got some CBD if you want some. I mean, it's it going to cure what ails you. You got some blue chew? You want some blue chew? He, he was a little I'm shocked. I'm certified as a massage therapist, so <laughs> that'll be coming soon. But that's kind of your job, so that I, we, maybe we can work in tandem. Like, I can rub him, you can tug him. I mean, we can do like that. <laughs> Steaming cream. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. That's Let's right, do it. Baby. We got to double our hustle, mama. I mean, do what you got to do. I'll, I'll, you know, you get the shoulders, you get the, oh, the Brian boulders. just forgets all about DS9. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his hooker just have a great life together, jerking off guys. <laughs> all right, this time you massage. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always get to do the fun stuff? This is how Julian likes it. I want to come in my face. <laughs> Why do you always get the jizz? Ooh, Andorian. I've never seen Andorian jizz. Let me do it. Let me go. That's all mine. It's really cold. But, uh, yeah. I liked how a lot of the background characters were, uh, I guess, what is it? Phasian? Is that what? This is Phasius Prime. So the, the people were yeah. that, that, that nose thing, it was, uh, you know, that it's their planet. So people are going to look like that. Hmm. It's, it's kind of cool. I don't know. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, um, so the, the voice should have just made them look like the snorks. That would have been really cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. Didn't they have those on one episode? The Snorks? Mm-hmm. That's in Voyager. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sixth season of Voyager. Yeah, we'll get did there. a crossover. We'll get there. Snorks. Oh, my God. That whole show is just a riff off of the Smurfs. Yeah. Except there's Smurfs underwater. It's the whole Scooby-Doo, Jabberjaw, Josie uh, and the Pussycats phenomenon. They, they, they had snorkels at the top of their head. Yeah. And they but were they, all different colors. But they stayed underwater. They weren't all. Like the whole point of having a snorkel is you get close to the surface and the, the, you can breathe. But they, they like repeatedly showed that they were water-breathing creatures. I just don't understand, Ben. That There's was no farting, actually. That's how they pass gas. See, Dennis gets it. Yeah, I mean, Dennis understands a lot, man. He's yeah. really smart. I do have a biology degree. I took a whole semester on snorkel anatomy. <laughs> it wasn't accredited but you know you audited the class yeah you do what you gotta do you know you do what you gotta do snort queefs fucking queefs <laughs> 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 
It's a defense mechanism. It's like octopus ink. Snorch yeah. queef at people. Octopus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do. It is toxic. <laughs> <laughs> we killed men. That's what you get for killing the show earlier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever. Everybody's having fun. Let's just have fun. That's all. Now you got to hear about people banging Bilby's wife and snort. Yeah. Try it like a twat, you see? I, I'm, I can figure this whole screen share thing out. Give me just a second. No. No. Try it like a veg. But, uh, no, supposedly in the last Zoom update, you can share your phone screen. Oh, that's neato. Yeah. Lovely. So, yeah, so um, so then the Vorta tell everybody, like, hey, man, he's going to, you got to kill these Klingons with these disruptors that you stole to make it look like Garon did it to make this guy a martyr so we can split up the Klingon empire so everybody will fucking... Uh, so the I like that they brought back in like all the political intrigue yeah, going cool. on that yeah. we, don't, we haven't seen in a while. You know, I was a little—I I don't know—I don't know if it speaks to the arrogance of the Vorta, or it was just dumb for him to just lay out his whole fucking plan. Oh, so you know something about politics? Let me explain a little bit more. And I'll was, go into complete detail. Like classic James Bill, Bond villain. Yeah. They'll be witnessed for him. Oh, well then, by all and means. And wasn't it just like 30 seconds earlier that he thought O'Brien was the spy? Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you're not the spy. Let me tell you my whole plan. He's my second choice. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, Bilby, who is a low-level thug on some bullshit planet, he did vouch for him. Yeah. Uh, it's, well, no, he witnessed for him. We don't vouch in the. That's right. Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Ryan Syndicate. We're not a bunch of uh, goombas over here. We 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 witness. That's right. We witness. Hey, we witness over here. Ooh. Hey, I'm the witness. But yeah, so they do their whole thing. And uh, I mean, the, this plan is just awful. Yeah. Because if they're successful, okay, great. But the likelihood of them being successful is slim to none. Fucking Sloop just left town. Then they're going to get caught by a bunch of Klingons. What do you think the Klingons are going to do to them? Yeah, bad things. Terrible things. Unpleasant things. You know? It's just, this is awful. Yeah, why would they, why would they go to Kronos to do this? Like, no, wait till the guy goes no on they're the- not on Kronos. No, no, no. This, they're, they're on this bullshit planet. I thought Fancy they were going to go there. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. no. That's, that's the whole thing is the Klingon ambassador that they were able to get the uh, power drive duhas from, the, the, the coils for the <laughs> phaser rifles or the disruptors earlier. Um, they got those from the Klingon ambassador, and he makes the comment that, uh, you know, he must not be too popular or something with Gowron if, if you're stuck here. So they're going to kill the Klingon ambassador on that on on Faceus Prime yeah. because he is a big supporter of pulling out of the alliance with the Federation and and standing on their own. While Gowron is a big proponent of uh, staying Battle. friends with the yeah. Federation. So the plan Nothing. is I guess I just missed that the, whole thing. Yeah, the him. plan is to kill this guy and go from there. Yeah, but he's guarded by the Klingon Marines. Yes, it's a terrible, it's a terrible plan. Like, there is nothing good about this plan. Like, the it's only thing awful. worse about the plan is Bilby still going through with the plan, even though he knows it's not going to work. Well, his well I, mean, whole, that, I mean, what? Go ahead, Ben. No, you, I think you're about to go the same path. What other choice does he have? He's kind of dead either way at this point. Mm-hmm. And his logic makes total sense. He's saying, just hire the hooker to kill you. <laughs> You know, she can rub your shoulders and you can die jacking off. Yeah. But no, I mean... Autoerotic asphyxiation. I mean, that's the way I want to go. But it makes total sense. Because, I mean, this way, 
nobody the secret stays amongst each other so he's good mm. he secret dies with him then his family's safe my family because that's the most important family yeah family i feel friend. like he could have faked his own death or something though to get not, out with the Ari- not with the orion syndicate i agree not with the orion syndicate they'd have got your ass they got every, they got eyes everywhere. They do. I mean, they he they even go so far as to mention that when Bill be speaking, they, we got guys everywhere. We got guys even on Earth. We got guys in Starfleet. So I think they do a good job explaining the reach. And so this is kind of the only way out for him. But I don't like how he just takes it like, oh shucks, you had me. Why'd you have to tell me? He's very he's very like introspective mafioso guy, which is very different because mainly there's more like violence and punching and stuff but he's like you know i'm very in touch with my 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 uh and this is no way to resolve conflict i'm upset that you lied to me but i I knew it was too good to be true it's like such a weird monologue he just spouts off it's like have some self-esteem dude jesus (laughs) i should have known i thought my luck turned around guess i was wrong O'Brien's over there stuck in the rabbit hole, can't get through. Anyway. Oh, bother. <clears throat> so he goes on and carries out the mission and dies. Baka. Yes. Dead, dead, dead. And then the part that kind of confuses me because O'Brien's thing through this whole episode was how much he wants to get back to his family. Yeah. And so he hasn't even changed out of his suit from when he did the mission that he's back on deep space nine and he's talking to Keiko and telling her how, you know, much he missed her and how you know dangerous this whole mission was. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I was thinking huge, of you the whole time. The I was saying that family okay. celebration that they had for him when he came <laughs> back to the station. It was just him and O'Brien. Yeah. Or Bashir. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? I, I, hey, family's the most important thing. Yeah. Miles, kind of like, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Tell you I can come back. Me. <laughs> Miles, it's two o'clock in the space in the morning. <laughs> I have the hottest Phasian hookers. Miles, I'm trying. I just got the baby to bed, and you're going to wake him up by coming home from your secret space mission. That's it. I'm going to go attack the Klingon ambassador. (laughs) Go sleep in the hallway or at your gay friend Julian's house. (laughs) Cisco called out Julian, too. He's like, I know that you miss fucking O'Brien. I thought that was sweet. That was nice. I thought it was sweet. They're friends. I mean, because what does Bilby say to him? He's like, yeah, I can tell. I re- I'm good at reading people. I can tell that you're lonely and sad. And Brian's like, how did you know I'm trapped in a loveless marriage? <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. You're dead inside. It's like looking in a mirror. Yeah. yeah that whole dead inside thing, that's just because I'm Irish. It, it it's it's natural. Don't worry about that. So, I'm just telling you. It was very interesting. I I cried at the end of the episode. <laughs> Why? The cat. Yes. <laughs> how can you say? I'm like way too upset about the fucking cat. Just I mean how touching it was that you know make make sure somebody takes care of Chester when I'm gone. And I was just like you know, the dude. He was a good dude. He cared about his family. He cared about he how how bad you're gonna be that you, you you got a cat. We did see him kill someone on screen. Yeah, but th- to be fair, the guy fucked him over. <laughs> I mean, you to know, be fair, he was a dick. Well, no, I mean the, the guy sold him faulty weapons that if he'd given those to Reyes, he would have uh, Reyes would have killed his ass. It's true. It's true. So it's you true. you sell me some 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 fucked up shit and you put my my life in jeopardy. You put my family's <laughs> life in jeopardy. Yeah, I'm going to fucking fuck you up now. But that's just me. Just you. And then the episode... That's a valid point. So, yeah. Way too emotional at the end. That was a nice touch. Yeah, because family's everything. I bet we'll never see that cat again. 
Uh, yeah, he, uh, we actually uh, the, next, Jeremy Astor. the next episode he goes to live with Jerry, Jeremy Astor on the farm <laughs> in uh, Ukraine. I, I give I give this show more uh, credence than that. Hmm. So that's all I'm saying. That's well, actually, no, Keiko Keiko has allergies and she makes him get. It's like it's either the cat or me. Miles. <laughs> Bye, I'm bitch. to that cat, Miles. <laughs> I hate you. Why can't you go back on your secret space mission, O'Brien? <laughs> so, all right, Jenny, what did you think of the episode? Um, you know, I, I actually liked it. Uh, I don't... Because O'Brien can be kind of, like, whiny and fucking annoying sometimes, especially when the whole plot is about him and his wife. But I, I like this episode. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. Right. Seven. Ben, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I, I don't like the the O'Brien and Keiko family drama because I just really don't like Keiko. Um, but O'Brien, that you know, this was good that it was it wasn't an O'Brien Julian episode either. Yeah, this was pretty much an O'Brien episode. Our trips back to DS9, you know, we had the initial stuff where it's set up that, oh, everything's falling apart without the chief. And then it was like, all right, so that we're, we're, we're good. Let's go focus on, uh, on, on the story with O'Brien. So I really enjoyed that. And I, I just, I don't know, I, I think it was very interestingly written. It shows you uh, when you start messing with military intelligence that you're going to get fucked over because they get what they want, whether you want to be part of it or not. Yeah. Um, I'm a little concerned with I just how much Starfleet permeates the Federation. That we, I mean, on some of the other shows, we don't even hear them say the Federation anymore. They just talk about, you know, oh, we're from Starfleet. It's like, no, you're from Federation's Starfleet. I mean, mm-hmm. You know, it's like Starfleet does the role of an intelligence. It's like the Starfleet intelligence, but it's not like military intelligence. Starfleet intelligence is fucking like the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, and military intelligence. I mean, it's just like this this one thing. And you don't have police officers. You have Starfleet security. Yeah. You know, so it's like your, your hometown doesn't have a constable. You have constables on Bajor, but not on Earth. You, you know, you got a county sheriff? Nope, we got a county Starfleet security officer. Wait, what? Space Illuminati took over. It's, yeah, I don't know. I didn't Everything like is better this way, citizen. Don't <laughs> ask questions. Don't worry about it, citizen. <laughs> ask your questions later. I still go back to my best friend Jay in high school's theory that uh, the, the world that Mark Twain was describing when he visited the Enterprise, how, you know, the, all these worlds are subjugated and, and you go to Starfleet to, to have the, the good life. I, I think that might have been pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. So, yeah, seven and a half. Seven and a half. I had, I had fun with this episode. Really enjoyed it. And it made me cry at the end. And uh, just, I guess I forgot about that all these years later. And uh, it, it caught me off guard, and I, I felt emotions. And I was just like, God damn it, I don't even like cats. I was going to say, like, so. yeah, you're a Vulcan, and you don't like cats, and you still emotions, cry. Emotions yeah. are nice. Dennis, what do you say? Uh, it's like a 6.5. It's pretty good. All right. All right I'm going to say 7. I liked it. Um, I thought it was good. Like this, it was very hacky and kind of very tropey, but I dug it because it's a different kind of Star Trek episode. Mm-hmm. The Bilby guy was pretty good. Yeah, the Bilby mm-hmm. was great. Like, yeah. I liked Bilby. I the, love henchman, the one uh, sneaky henchman was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I like how, though, you know, like I said, the behind-the-scenes stuff was that Bilby was their, the guy who played him, and this was the second choice. Yeah. And, you know, and he came back as like, hey, the first, our, you know, you lost out to this guy, but he died. So let's honor his memory, and you come back. And he's like, yeah, all right, it's a check. Oh, he died? I didn't kill him. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't shoot him. Why, why, why are you at my house asking about who killed him? Because, oh, you're offering me the role. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll. Makes sense. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll take it, obviously, because I killed that guy. I mean, 
Because I, why would you even bring up, uh, you know, cut brake lines? What the fuck? I mean, that's just not you know how It's just die. so terrible to die when a hooker strangles you. How did you know a hooker strangled him? What? No, I, didn't, I think you said something when you came in. I think let's I read just, in the paper. Let's stop talking. <laughs> I think that would be best. Let's just stop. Yeah. Okay, great. So that's your episode, my friend. Boom, bada boom, bada bing, bada bang. Love it. Love it, love it. Thank you for listening uh, to Dork Trek. We will be back next week with more Dork Trek fun. Um, Thank you, you guys, Ben, Jenny, Dennis. As always, it's a pleasure to share this time with you. And uh, it's a pleasure to share this time with you, listeners. And we'll be back soon. I don't understand.